welcome to another episode of for the record india my name is aditya lokande and today we are joined by a very talented producer from delhi uh, his name is kriyan what's up kriyan what's up what's happening yeah, i'm good really man glad to yeah, could, yeah. yeah could you introduce yourself to the crowd so, yeah yeah sure so my name is kriyan my name is like my actual name is rabha but yeah so you, you said hmm. rabha rabha na No, no, I I thought it was uh, Rabaya, but I I made sure I clear yeah. it before. So yeah, Rabaya. Yeah. But like, yeah, all chill. But like, I'm used to like people yeah. mispronouncing my name in general. Right. But yeah, so it's Rabaya, and yeah, I'm um, I make music, and I I play music, and I also happen to sort of be a taste maker with like one swipe. Also, wire as a label director for mm-hmm. the indie label, which is known as All Star Thought. Uh, mostly future beats, like very niche market. But yeah, so Creon is uh, where I make music. That's my creative place. And yeah, so I've been making music since quite some time now. And yeah, a lot of different branches to what kind of music I'm into. So like everyone who's listening needs to like. Sort of check out the material and and for the ones who who know what I do, mm-hmm. oh yeah, great man. So first of all, like ah uh, yeah, before we start, I just want to tell everyone that Creon was one of the first people to hit me up, uh, saying that you're doing great with the podcast. This was during season one, so like yeah, I me, I saw yeah, I think I saw Brid, like I heard. that mm-hmm. podcast and I enjoyed what you know mm-hmm. the whole perspective or uh, like the whole conversation I really enjoyed so I was like we could have this conversation like and yeah I mean I just appreciate people who are sort of into that creative space and um, not getting tired of being creative mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, uh, like such messages are sort of a boost because even we had started out back in season one and we had no clue what we were doing. Honestly, we just wanted to talk to people. But yeah, man, thanks a lot. Right. So. Always. Uh, yeah, I want to like get. Uh, I want to like understand where you come from, right? So, how was your childhood like? What were your musical influences like? Do you have like a musical background? How how did music yeah. happen to you? How did you get interested in the whole thing of music? No. So like since like every time belong to Punjabi family, right? right? So we're we're exposed to like a lot of music and festivals and stuff like. Hmm. Even if there's some, so since like really early days, I was like really inspired by music. And yes, even my father used to listen to a lot of rock, and my mother right, like, right. I mean, like they've been to concerts and they were so they like. Like really enjoy music in general. Mm-hmm. It's been yeah. So I was really exposed to music, like different kinds of styles of music. And then at like around thirteen or fourteen, I just discovered like you know like you can actually do this. Mm-hmm. Like you can actually listen to your own thing instead of just listening to other people. And like just not just that, but also like play and like uh, actually see what's happening with that. Like so, that really sort of intrigued me, and that's that's how it happened actually. So it was just a virtual DJ, you know, like 
so i downloaded virtual dj and i just started to like um play different stems and mm-hmm. different songs together and i was like okay now i discovered as this cool and then right. yeah so i've been making music since i was like I don't have a particular favorite song like okay. I don't like it, mm-hmm. yeah I don't have a particular favorite song or artist I would say I mean I just like some I hand pick some some stuff from the album I might like I might not like the artist the not the artist but the artist of the selection but okay okay yeah so okay so, so a lot of hmm. uh, like yeah so I mean I used to listen like I used to produce a lot of ambient tropical and you know all of that right. stuff, even before like I knew what Kygo and what was that mm. and not. so yes. yeah so it was before all of that had a name to it like tropical house that people know by that particular style so I used to produce that listen to a lot of it got into a lot of beats with like the new age modern beats with like mm-hmm. little, bit of flimsy uh, analog solid content or like synth and just what not just like instrumentalists jamming over and stuff mm-hmm. yeah okay so mixed everything is i would say like my music i i don't think i have a specific genre also like as we on i mean mm-hmm. it's just like a palette of sounds which probably i mean i don't know but so i mean that's what how crayon like crayon is basically like a legit crayon like the one you sort of okay. draw with oh so a crayon is never in the same color like you will not have a favorite color when you're making a drawing mm-hmm. you need like a lot of colors to it so that was the influence behind this whole project to sort of get all shades of tones and like Right. every piece is like a different tone to it like that mm. that dude i mean yeah. I, i just thought creon is a random name i was come, i was going to come to that but there's like so much depth to the name there's like yeah. like, like it's a thoughtful thing there yeah. the name so creon c r a y o n he's already an artist right uh he's a artist i mean uh, i heard a lot of his content and everything but this was later on like mm-hmm. he came up with around like with that i think 2018 but i did not want to go with c r a y o and then i found like that completely yeah. okay interesting and you still use fl i use i majorly but i use fl only because that's for like um, my hands and my hmm. mind is like completely knotted with okay. but uh, i've i've done pro tools i like i've I was certified in Google and Logic. I've done that, but I still. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, some mixing. Yeah, Pro Tools has. I mean, for sure. I mean, everything works, but like my workflow in mixing mm-hmm. is Pro Tools, and like my production is FL. Yeah. Okay. Nice, nice. And uh, 
so because what happens is it's very interesting uh, your approach because what happens is let's say some some kid likes skrillex right so the idea is to like make something like skrillex like you have yeah. someone uh, up there and you want to sort of go there and in that process you find a lot of things but in your case you yeah, already yeah correct in your so basically i feel people are imitating trends so mm-hmm. as soon as the trend value is over mm-hmm. your own belief on that particular trend would just be faded out and you wouldn't trust it anymore like that's why a lot of people quit making music because they feel that if that person can do it with this stuff then maybe i can do that too and get this stuff done yeah so it's a loophole yeah Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure. So, like, did you have that EDM phase where, like, most electronic uh, producers have that? You know, we had like a boom of Tomorrowland coming in. You getting introduced to Dutch uh, producers, uh, Adwell, Armin yeah. van Buren, like, just various genres. Did you have that phase? Because that was also a trend. Me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Of course. I mean, electronic music in general, like. um dead mouse everything yeah. man like if even if we go to the left field of the electronic side mm-hmm. um i enjoy that i mean the left field still and but not exactly you know like for example cyclones or progressive house or yeah. now but progressive house has consumed so much that my mind knows that it now it can start predicting stuff so there's okay. nothing exciting it's exciting about okay. you know listening to something that your mind already knows that this will come at this point and then there's this thing happening so mm. it's just a game of prediction then and there's like so that's why i think that's how i stopped listening or consuming to uh, progressive house because everything or big room not progressive or the big room mm-hmm. in general because right. everyone like i have sort of consumed it like too heavily <laughs> So yeah, that, <laughs> I can relate. Yeah, a little toxic. Yeah. Yeah, it becomes jarring also, and like you're saturated yeah. with just that. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, so you started producing at fourteen, you said, around that time. Yeah, around fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. And when when did you uh, were you like consistent throughout? Have you been consistent throughout, or was it like on on and off? Oh, uh, yeah. So what happened with me was. I was I'm so basically I got pressure from school. I was a great student. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't used to study even though when I used to study it like for a day or two, and I used to get good marks in that in class. You know, but I didn't used to study at school, make music, play games, just be with mm-hmm. friends, and like completely just just attaining everything from the outside world, and also like being in class, being regular in class, mm-hmm. everything, but not studying anything. But then, uh, so around, I was consistent. I would say from when I started, like I would say, I was consistent for about six months, and mm-hmm. then I was like, uh, I started listening to other stuff. Now say, bro, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, this is too difficult, and <laughs> this is this is not how easy it looks. You mm-hmm. need to like really be free completely for this to attain a certain amount of skill. inside the skill set like mm-hmm. inside the toolbox so then i realized okay let's take time to it and then for a year i was like just hopping like you know week i might just open fl and just play around with it mm-hmm. but then around 
seven seventh grade I would say seventh grade I I was like man I can actually like I start there was a lot of YouTube content that sort of brought me into that zone that I could sort of help yeah. uh, teach myself and in that process I remember like so when I was just learning my law and when I was in tenth grade I had the option to you know to get an option to choose what subject you want to do and everything so yeah. I chose art. Wow. And uh, yeah, and I told my um, I, I still remember my parents had to come to the school and write a note to let uh, music be a subject in the school from which I can get both, which it, CBSE actually has. Mm. And the school just need to have a proper faculty for it and everything. They need to go through a process. So that happened. And I was like the only student who was studying music. So I had like a guitar as a subject, string instrument, and so I was basically learning even classical music. Um, then in not those, but it's the same thing. So and so it just helped me, but I'm I'm still no creator guitar or any such instrument. I'm just good at my job, hmm. and yeah. So, so that I... so 10 to 11, 12, I had like music as a subject, and then I realized that I can actually collaborate that knowledge into this mm-hmm. and then I became a better student I would say <laughs> yeah uh, so uh, your parents were pretty supportive then yeah I mean such what they've always been very supportive of um, you know whatever I I mean yeah I mean they've, they've had initially every parent is in doubt that you know it's mm-hmm. It's a it's a path where, where nobody is gonna guide would be able to guide you or to tell you that this is right or this is wrong or this or this you should chase this or this or anything X Y Z. So but they didn't support this like so then I I mean I they told me that if you wanna do then get a certain amount of degree in it only so I or not just a degree but just something that you get your technical stuff sorted with. Then I did like a diploma course in Pune, uh, team. So oh, you're, a, you're from team, bro? That, yeah, I spent a year. I yeah, think. I graduated two years ago from team. Oh. Yeah, I do. Okay. So I completed sound engineering. I had to do that TME thing. Let's not talk about that right oh, now. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, bro, I was there for a year. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, great. So great. that's the reason I chose to like spend a year there because I thought then maybe it's the same, like you know, it, it's the same content that they're teaching. It's just that ours are so small and student time is small and XYZ, whatever it is. So mm. I just wanted to spend one year of my time to sort of get what I've missed. Because I'm, if, I'm self, if anyone is self teaching themselves, obviously they lose out on a certain step, which the other person might know better. So yeah. that was the agenda to sort of yeah. get into a habit of learning. Yeah. I think yeah. like music schools uh, from that perspective uh, are really helpful where uh, you are in that environment and it's up to you as to how you, you know, utilize whatever resources right. you have. But I think it's totally yeah. like for it's, people who are wondering if you have to go to music school or no, I think that would be the perfect. Bro. Yeah. I mean, a perfect example to would, would be like, if, for example, if you open any software and 
you're working and like even if you test thought like for example like if studio with your teacher they'll teach you how to make a track right but you need to understand what goes behind why is he able to do this process mm-hmm. in such amount of time and he knows what he's about to do so that is what basically a basic skill set comes from which is supposing to be a school mm-hmm. but there's a lot of youtube uh, like youtubers who have a lot of courses but like they're, they're teaching sound engineering themselves only mm-hmm. yeah so so it's just a matter of understanding how your perception like the, the way a person understands is relatable with the teacher and mm-hmm. vice versa yeah right right so uh, when did you for, so before you click on what was your alias which uh, was it was really cheesy though that's not good it's really yeah my voice is Oh, it's known as it's called R A B A. Okay. 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 No, because I didn't see that anywhere. So, you know, I could like. No, I had no it was just me. I had another name before that also, bro. So, <laughs> but no, it's just. I mean, yeah, I I I totally understand having like like those artist names where you don't know when to go back to. No, you know, yeah, you're just. making music and in the process you understand okay you can't just always uh release music and not actually understand why you're releasing this music mm-hmm. you know the i mean in terms of quality as well majorly mm-hmm. right right so i mean i uh, see a lot of music that is coming out these days but a lot of those artists will only want to listen to their uh, music to hear sound the day mm-hmm. i mean Yeah, yeah, get it. So, uh, okay. So when when did you uh, complete complete your diploma course? In which year was that? Uh, two thousand eighteen. Okay, okay. Two thousand eighteen. Okay. So, but like, uh, your music has. Two thousand nineteen, I think. Okay. Yeah, two thousand nineteen, I think. Eighteen. Eighteen. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It's it's done, bro. So it doesn't matter. But yeah, anyway. Uh, so uh, your music has grown. Uh, you released your first EP uh, in 2017, right? Correct. So correct. what was that? Yeah. 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 How? How? What was the idea behind uh, that EP? And uh, you know, generally people start with singles, and uh, that's I, I. I. This is what I think. That is like the general approach. But you really went with an EP. So what was? So it was just. Uh, I mean, an introductory EP, basically to sort of launch myself as a band. So I wanted to palette like again, like Creon is all about you know those face, facial, official. Like people still tell me, like I mean, I don't know what it is, and you know, facial or facial, whatever yeah, yeah. that side goes. <laughs> uh, comments uh, you can ask them. Whatever <laughs> yeah, for sure. I say facials, but yeah. Let's see. Let's put a poll later. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I was saying, uh, I know if it's pastel or pastel, but whatever it is, so it was like just four different corners. Mm-hmm. Like so, that's where the name corners. Four corners of. So if you're actually listening to the EP, yeah. I mean, it's. I wouldn't say it's 
if something is like best of my thing or whatever but like that that's where i was at a place that for me these were four corners of music pieces okay so four of these tracks are, are like similar but not similar mm-hmm. like nothing is similar just that you can actually look at it as a piece in mm-hmm. general as a bundle in yeah. general so yeah i mean that was just an introductory ep for me and i haven't released an ep or say an lp or an album or yeah. till now i'm mm-hmm. working on it uh, very soon like i know i mean i don't want to jinx anything in whatever but like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. coming out like really soon and but i have a lot of singles coming out yeah no yeah after the ep also you had a lot of singles out as well Yeah, yeah, I had a bunch of singles come mm-hmm. out. I had a lot of them actually, but they they didn't come out at that time. And I, and now I feel the time is not right. So I have a lot of mm-hmm. songs which are which are apparently good songs, but I sort of shelved them. So now when I go back to it and I listen to it, I'm like, okay, maybe mm-hmm. uh, something could happen. And yeah. a lot of my tracks are like so one of the one track that is going to come out very soon is like a two year old beat three year old beat and three four years old beat and that is like when i was like listening to a lot of pop music in general mm-hmm. so i had like a, not the mainstream pop pop but like chill pop and stuff. Mm-hmm. so yeah but it's that's what my i feel like the music that i listen to is basically what i'm sort of what i'm consuming okay. is basically what i'm uh giving out in okay. my favor yeah okay so like what i realize is that you are very patient with your process you you, you are, there's no there's no rush for you because like you said you just feel an ep and you like that way i think i like the fact that like you're pretty self aware and you know it's not about just the numbers or the uh, just like you know just finishing a song putting it out finishing a song putting it out but like actually taking your time and i really like that process because i mean whatever works for feel, whoever i mean but like the shocking part is that once like you know when i know that the track is coming out i'm mentally mm-hmm. at a place where i feel you know what's the next one what this is get over the next one should be out so that is in like forever like with me it's always been that whenever i'm releasing it i'm like okay it's done the other one needs to come out something like that so i mean a lot of artists uh i've met personally who feel that um if if they sort of you know sit on a song and like just see for 10 days mm-hmm. that you know i just want to absorb what is until unless you someone who's physically copied also would sell You know what I'm saying? I'm one of that crowd, mm-hmm. but not until then I feel. Okay. Also, like coming back to your, like you were talking about Kiryon and the concept behind it and the brand branding, right? Mm. So, uh, yeah, I so your Instagram is like insanely colorful. I would say. Yeah. And uh, and like and so. I, I have. Yeah. No, I was. Uh, I wanted to ask you: Is that like your personal style, or is it just for Project Creon? No, I mean whatever you see 
on like the social on social media is hundred percent what I aesthetically go with. Okay. So yeah. So my aesthetic sense is like I feel it's it's something that has color in it, but sort of because crayon is also you know I just told you like to yeah. Call, uh thing behind it like i, I yeah. don't even know what to call it just so it's how i actually got inspired to sort of stick with crayon and just be crayon and just get into different ventures or like like different whatever different flavors basically so yeah i also like your that is why i keep, yeah. that's why i keep the Colors and everything like a little more uh, pastel, pastel, whatever. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I was coming to uh, Spotify bio and I really like it, dude. It's like straight up plain simple. It says your local. What is it, bro? It's your local. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really, I, I really like that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Fuck. He didn't give any info. He's like, bus over. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all people need to know. Good. Yeah, so a lot of people like so I'm from Gurgaon, um, and Gurgaon is not a big, I mean, not a. So everyone who's been in Gurgaon knows has mutuals to someone or anything. Yeah. So when I, if you go back, like if you see my in social media, like from the early days when I started Gurgaon, I had a lot of floral play in it, like a lot of floral aesthetic sense was it. Was mm-hmm. existing in that material and still does, but like in big. Um, so your local store is what was what like a friend of mine told me like <laughs> that you look like you're my local store. <laughs> your Instagram tells me like that, and it was just in like fun sense. Mm-hmm. But then I took it and then I was like, yeah, I mean that's cool. I mean I didn't invent it. A friend did, and they felt in such a way that I related with it. So yeah. That's how it that's, actually. That's, yeah, yeah. So and that's the name of something that is gonna. So that's the name of the album I'm working on. Uh, okay. Your local story. Okay. Yeah. That's all you're going to tell. <laughs> the only now. reason I'm telling yeah. you this yeah. is because you actually like the the concept. Yeah, yeah, it is. Your local story. No, I'm. I'm. So I was really fast. First of all, I was like really fascinated by your uh, uh, branding. I mean, I'll, I'll just like state a call branding just for the sake of simplification because a lot of artists don't do that or choose not to. So, how what do you think is the importance of branding when it comes to uh, comes for artists? How important do you think it is to have an? I feel that I feel um, so. I mean, I feel it's hundred percent important. Hmm. Um, I wouldn't say that it is not important, or I would say that it is very very important. i would say it's important to for your own uh, personality to sort mm-hmm. of be out there if for example i make like 160 bpm bnb stuff correct and my instagram says otherwise like full floral and all this the person would just get confused and not understand but on some people see like it might generate like this mysterious character Like that mystery because of that, a person not she's curious or she is curious and you know, uh, and they will 
start understanding your brand even further as we get to the next step. Right. So branding in general is important, whether mm. it is this way or that way. I mean, right, like right. It's, it's anything that would put you out from the lot. Mm. I mean, that would have changed. But it should be like like something that you actually relate with, relate with, and it's not something that is made up again. Like we start that conversation, you know. uh there you said uh, imitating like mm-hmm. that so it's basically yeah. the same thing yeah i mean it has to be personal because then it would it it won't feel like work it won't feel like extra work correct. probably correct correct there's nothing that would sort of shine out or be different if i listen to for example if i listen to one of our india's biggest producers Uh, you know, whoever it may be, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. And I listen to uh, new producers demo. It's going to be hundred percent exactly similar like the number one person mm-hmm. because that's how they're getting uh, their mind is taking in the the shine side. You mm-hmm. know, like this is what gets you the stage, this number, this X Y Z. So that that is what takes the the pure format of it. Uh, but I, like on the other on the flip side, I think uh, imitating someone in the beginning also is helpful, right? Because then you at least have some uh, reference point I to mean, go about uh, learning. It's a process again. So correct. So I mean, a person shouldn't be overwhelmed by both of these, like. Mm-hmm. See, for example, either of it has to be balanced. Right. Like, for example, if I take inspiration of uh, Dead Mouse, and I make something exactly like Dead Mouse, my people who actually listen to my music would be like, "This is this is Dead this is like Dead Mouse or whatever." Mm-hmm. There is no. I mean, I might even get like hundred percent close. Not can't do hundred percent, but nobody can. Hundred percent do imitate hundred percent somebody. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. It could be seventy percent, fifty percent more. It could be majority, but can't be hundred mm-hmm. percent. So as close as you can get, people would just have an opinion of. For example, bro, if 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 I was to uh, talk about, for example, there's this rapper right uh, from Bombay, Tina. She's mm. yeah. like when I heard. When I heard it for the first time, Evan made me listen to it uh, very like long back ago, and I didn't know who Tina was. Tina, yeah. So I heard Tina, and I was like seven. Sounds like Eminem, but then when I so that's what created like a this curiosity in my head that I want to discover this guy. Who is he actually? And then I discovered his other stuff where he didn't sound like Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that I think sums it up. But that's just that actually, as this actually his voice is like his vocal range is very yeah. close to his vocal range. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are sort of inspired by Smile in general, mm-hmm. uh, or Eminem in general. Yeah. So they c- tend to catch those deliveries in mm-hmm. such a way that their their method of writing is com based on uh their rhymes. Yeah, that's how they scatter as well. And also, yeah, yeah uh, 
So uh, when did you get uh, assigned to Crunk, right? Yeah, Crunk. Uh, I I I'm working with them since December 2020. Oh, very recent. Yeah, yeah, very recent. It's just oh. two months, uh, five six months. Yeah. Okay, okay. So. Uh, but yeah, Crunk people are nice. Um, yeah, hardworking people. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like Crunk is like one of the uh, older managements, uh, like in the yeah, yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eleven years yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know yeah, exactly. Years, yeah. yeah, and like they recently also uh, started their uh, label, if I'm not wrong, Crunk Culture. Yep. And you also yeah. have a so track. I had a track. Yeah. yeah. I had a track that came out via Hyundai uh, mm-hmm. Crunk Culture, which is part of one of my really good friends uh, mm-hmm. and like a very talented music producer mm-hmm. i think one of the best tnb producers in india mm-hmm. and they yeah, are mad bad guy really killed that so yeah crazy uh so how uh so you were an independent artist before then before crunk right i'm still independent uh crunk is crunk is an artist management company it just uh it manages artists and uh, it doesn't mm. has its own publishing or like like that. Yeah. yeah. So any like so I am allowed to release music with the third mm-hmm. party as well, of course. That is, um, yeah. So there's no. I've been. I was working with another management before Crown, mm-hmm. uh, from Delhi, and uh, from like very early. I think like when I was 16, 17, I was. Okay. I, I was working with them. And then, uh, yeah, it was very late that I started working with them. So they manage Creon and take uh, everything related to Creon, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, how is it like having a management, you know, like supporting you? Is it? No, I, I feel a management only would, is only beneficial for anyone when they have a certain uh workload because mm-hmm. i would i mean if i would if i was to say that i'm an artist manager i i wouldn't work for an artist who doesn't have work mm-hmm. i've been like or i can't get him work but whatever vice versa that's how it, the relationship should work mm-hmm. so if if your music is doing good and you're reaching to a good audience, you're getting new audiences, you're engaging with XYZ stuff, your band is increasing, then mm-hmm. obviously there's a certain workload that adds on to it. And you need people who've been there in the scene to actually analyze and understand it properly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and because you're someone who cannot be in that situation where maybe a person was in or could have been and understands that better. So mm. it helps us in having a management, like I would say in terms of that. But it does not matter if you have a management or don't have a management. I have so many friends who like were like single, single uh, solo independent, like they don't have any management. They company, they don't have any management company, but yeah. they know this guy does this, this guy mm. does that and i do this so they they sorted yeah. themselves out so yeah so they basically like other producers who are not uh, associated with any management uh, 
have that knack for networking and you know just right. talking to the right people i i i still love to communicate man mm-hmm. um i would say that i i really like to um, be on top of things like i love to learn and like so it it really helps especially in the creative field you need to always be hungry and like just always be out there to understand what is happening and right. you know yeah so like you're equally interested in the business side of things as to what is going to happen absolutely 100% 100% i i feel anything in indian music is something that i look at creatively mm-hmm. and if i am good at it then i should also be good at my other side Hmm. like the, my numbers numbers and all will only come if your music is good but if your numbers are coming that means that you are not chasing a, a, a you know a fall this thing your music is good people are appreciating your art you have your whatever niche it is it might grow later but if you capture that niche and treat them properly and and every artist needs to like sort of own go and royalties like i would say are king or there's nothing until unless you have a good very company behind you mm-hmm. pushing you on the right lanes putting you on the right uh, getting you the right press and everything which which in india is like now smaller companies are growing better than bigger companies i would say mm-hmm. interesting that's great so like uh, i wanted to talk uh, to you about uh, producers block and like i'm sure you must be facing it so what's your process of uh, getting out of it so to, to be really honest like uh, i would say that a, a lot of people say that you uh, read i mean like just be pain uh, watch a show go for a coffee go for a drive whatever I've I've realized it it wouldn't work if your mindset is only at a place where you are only calling it as a creative flaw. If you it's want to tell yourself that I am facing a creative flaw, it is there. It is there in your conscious, and the only way to get rid of it is to take time. If you advise, like if you told yourself this, so I treat it in a way like. See, for example, if I'm working on something and it's not working, I don't, I, I don't call it a creative blog. I work on the other stuff where I know where my direction is heading, so that that blog is not blog. I mean, like there's a flow happening. So, so, I mean, I, I don't work. Still, I don't work at one, only one thing in a day. I work on one thing if I have a, like a deadline, everything I'm working, but I'll also make sure that my ears are listening to other stuff. so that i'm not falling into that whirlpool of getting a creative block mm. i i have so many friends who wouldn't admit that they're facing a creative block but and that too after like releasing like an ep or an album and they 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 just say they're facing a creative block but that's the only reason they're facing a creative block mm. people are loving their music they get getting plays they're getting placements <laughs> they are getting what whatever a new producer would ever want and they're, tell, they're saying that i have a great great uh, 
you know, a writer's block. So it's just pressure. I would I would say just pressure of just formulating results before even uh, working. So if we tell ourselves that we need to work and just enjoy and just do our thing mm-hmm. peacefully, and then if if it's not working out, maybe hop on to something that worked previously. Uh, you know, like if there's an unfinished project, but the direction is there, mm-hmm. or maybe just inspire yourself with some some YouTube uh, stuff. I mean, I don't know, like YouTube where you listen to a lot of maybe like a lot of 70s, 80s music and just something mm-hmm. that is out of this decade and not feel into, not feel yourself into that zone. And then maybe just, uh, yeah, I'm just getting inspired or motivated. Yeah. No, it's it's interesting. It's very interesting because, like I told you, I, I was from the Vedas and the earlier, uh, like yeah. my last recording. So, uh, yeah, I asked him the same question, and he he ha- almost has a similar answer. He's like he doesn't believe yeah. in producers' block only. Yeah, like, it's, just, it's it's self-imposed. That's what he says. It's self-imposed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. I mean, it's just feeding on. Uh, would go like there's no point you can't chew it mm, that's it's what... only good for your stomach yeah as well even if you do <laughs> yeah uh, even his process was uh, like he, he starts working on something else or something that is like uh, a little different from his current zone so i think it's a similar process you guys have so that is very interesting like two artists back to back saying the same yeah that's same, same thing. yeah so Hidang also like I have heard a lot of stuff and he puts out a lot of cool mm. content on his Instagram as well. So yeah. and I actually had him for a track on also the so X Halo compilation that came out. Mm. So Hidang did a track, hit track, mm. Tamil slogan. But okay. stick to Luke man, I really enjoy stuff. Great. Uh, so uh, uh, like I said, uh, the Indian hip hop scene uh, is like really growing and you are seeing a lot like a lot of artists coming up uh like it's it's crazy the number of artists coming up and it's even crazier that uh there are so many electronic music producers who are now collaborating with uh hip-hop artists like you being one of them you have your uh, song with uh, ravel and bar uh on sab Chahiye, and then you have a song with emma uh so how uh how do you see uh, the future uh, that way where, you know, electronic, like the sound, because it comes down to the producer, you know, to give a direction or to change something. Correct. So Correct. How, how, how do you see that? And how, and do like, do you li- like, like, uh, would you like doing more of this ahead in the future? So to answer your question, like the first one, yeah. uh, the hip hop team in India, Oh, that's what the question was, huh? the hip hop scene. Yeah, 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 hip hop scene, uh, it's growing and... Yeah, the new, new wave of... Yeah, new wave, yeah. Yeah. So, 100% hip hop is something that is right now inside most of the households right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that particular style of music has taken over like a storm in our country. After, yeah. um, I would say, though maybe, yes, but what came after the movie, the 
sort of content and the whole industry like sort of hip hop just basically became into like a big city which was very uh, not a city like a big industry which is now very wide and there's a lot of information both sides negative positive and people like i see uh like a full culture happening in india like anywhere out there like i can compare it to any country and i can also say that india has a bigger population in general hmm. of course um but yeah not everyone has smartphones but a lot of people have smartphones and that particular number is big enough for anyone to sort of get their content hmm. out and for rappers why rappers are blooming is because you are something that is most of it is like 100% uh, like you were saying brand, like branding branding so why are rappers boost he's selling his personality out you know i mean from the top of it they yeah. they'll understand that person through their lyrics and what is and to answer the second part of your question uh, the electronic why you know the electronic yeah. space in hop that is happening more because i think like 210% say that no rapper in the world would only listen to rap music hmm. i mean yeah they, their influences also come from on different different from the here from there then what they consume in their social life you know for example um for example rahul bro uh rahul heard my track closer uh, which is with lohal which is mm. not i wouldn't say it's a hip hop it's a r&b track yeah and uh, rahul bro just texted me like bro he he shared a story i i i didn't know rahul properly before mm. i i mean i had uh, heard of him cypher way back mm. but i didn't like i didn't know uske baad ye yeah, yeah. and then So this morning on Instagram he said he posts a story of closure and I I hit him up and like bro homie what's up and then I got figured out okay and then that conversation turned into a WhatsApp conversation where he shared like a bunch of his songs and then he told me that he is enjoying this space more he listens to too much electronic music like um he is a rapper and everything if you listen to that album as well yeah of course I'll give you Bharg is Bharg also doesn't have a fixed genre that he yeah. would like to produce or like to do anything. He, the the whole album has flavor. Yeah, that is their personality only. Mm. That they're consuming a lot of music that might be accessible to them but not to their audience. So they they have to think about both the. So I'm talking about any other rapper in the scene. Like for example, or uh, Drew Rajpal. He's another homie. um he have you heard of drv uh, uh not not Aspar. not much he he he's having like so he's basically the auto tune uh flavor vibe what people call but aisa kuch nahi hai he uski awaaz hi aisi bhi like sometimes auto tune hota hai nahi hota but whatever like that yeah. karta hai but he has another flavor to it like i can listen to a dhruv rajpal track and say that this is a dhruv rajpal track no matter what kind of even if if that is not hip hop beat so i have a track coming with him which is not a hip hop beat at all 
Mm-hmm. It's like a howdy, not howdy, not even how. It's something very weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, let's not categorize But, it. I mean, it takes away the essence yeah, of what yeah. it is. So. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. But I'm really excited to drop that as well. But so he has another tone, like another flavor to it. Rahul mm-hmm. has that pull to his tone, you know. Yeah. So, like, if you, I mean, like Divine and like Divine has his own uh, tone. Yeah. Anyone, like whoever is doing good, uh, in like. in in as to their music or as to their brand or as to their whatever they have like a, like divine i then i feel divine i i can pictureize or visualize a divine and the voice and the whole mm-hmm. divine aesthetic mm-hmm. so that is what sort of uh people have now in india sort of really uh, put a vision in Mm-hmm. they're actually going into depth like people yeah. are no more super yeah, yeah. Uh, even about uh, ravel and bhar right they took so much time to make that album and so uh, like full of flavor like it's not it's not like just make singles compile them and release them so yeah. it's not that like there's like thought and effort behind it so i of course 100% one of the most versatile albums mm-hmm. that i've heard like since so very long time and the fact that it it's bilingual uh no it's not bilingual it's actually hindi on the yeah the fact that it's hindi is even like like yeah. you know what they say i i think on the peak yeah. because that for it, it's 10 times more relatable for anyone who's yeah. from india that's what like that yeah. i think hip hop that way is works and it can penetrate so many people is because uh you get it in your language like i wasn't aware of like marathi rappers and i came across like a few i came across a few uh, bad rappers who also uh, have songs in marathi so that's crazy and even uh, uh like uh, down southern india this thing like, is just crazy whatever is happening bro i i, I mean i hope that uh, i saw this show that Red Bull just did on MX. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this rapper who won Egan, he's. I mean, I couldn't understand anything, but mm-hmm. the right, like the the whole delivery, the punches. Yeah, yeah. Every the breath, everything was so perfect that I mean, I mean, I'm still still skeptical if that was even that last thing he did or the second last thing that he mm-hmm. did. I'm still skeptical that it was done in one day. Because that guy looked very mm. like really hot. Yeah, dude, I know. I know. Yeah, six, six, six. It was interesting to see that, and like it's. it's, it's yeah, amazing, yeah. bro. That we don't understand that understand that language, and it's still just coming uh, towards you. Yeah. So I uh, like I I really like Prabhdeep's music, dude, and I don't understand Punjabi. I don't understand Punjabi. Uh, so this. Uh, hmm. His recent album, I just I just tried to, I was just trying my luck to find translations, and he had translations in English on Genius, and I was listening to that album and I was reading like so. The point being that like if you like an artist, you'll find a way to sort of understand what they're trying to say, even if there's like a language barrier. So. Bro, exactly. I mean, 
hundred percent. Um, a lot of people who do not understand Punjabi at all listen to Punjabi, and I feel mm-hmm. that it's going to be the next Spanish in song. So, uh, Punjabi is going to be the next Spanish. In I think it already 100%. is. I think it's all, all already it, is. It'll, it'll. I feel it'll be done by like bigger pop influencers, like okay, bigger okay. stars. Like it'll uh, be more global. For example, if Justin Bieber did a Despacito, like yeah. that language, um, maybe a Sidhu Mosewala could probably hop on a Drake track or maybe on a uh, whatever man, like that rap wise, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So could happen or a Snoop Dogg way could mm-hmm. could be anything like because I can see Chris Gill doing stuff with anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. is one one sector mm-hmm. like of course uh, whatever they're doing they're doing good for themselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like this is another sector which is like yeah. really more uh, more culture oriented. I would say. Right. 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 And and like yeah. I I feel that. Uh, like as a non-Punjabi speaker, I, I find the language to be so peppy, and like it I, I, for some reason I think that like the language fits with the beat, it fits with the rhythm. It's so rhythmic in that sense. Yeah. So basically, sp- uh, uh, yeah, I've heard of Prabhdeep, and uh, I really like the Maya track mm-hmm. and stuff. Crazy. So yeah, uh, you think? No, uh, you speak Punjabi, right? Oh, I do not speak Punjabi, but I understand Punjabi. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone is talking to me, I so my parents know Punjabi, but they they never spoke Punjabi. Uh, okay, no. Inside the house okay. or but, like they always spoke to the people who knew Punjabi. I right. Punjabi. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. But so, when I go to like my grandparents' place, mm-hmm. talking, they talk in English, Hindi, whatever. But sometimes when they talk in Punjabi, I understand mm-hmm. everything. And I think, yeah, yeah. So you are also like, uh, like let's shift to All Star Society because I, I think I heard, uh, I think I heard a Manin track there. I don't remember which one. Uh, Manin, I think I heard a track there. Uh, so I came to know about the that. For the club. I think so. I'm not Please sure. Like Oh, okay. Yeah. Can't remember. But anyway, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, like, again, uh, you being a label director, I came to know about that very recently. So, uh, what is All Star Sauce and what's the initiative there? So, the All Star Sauce is basically a community culture record label brand that Mm -hmm. sort of inherits of, like, entails a lot of. Uh, lifestyle generated concepts. For example, our whole record label, if you see, is, is we, we don't really focus on just the record label, record label. Mm. We focus on why an artist should actually release that sort of music in that sort of a way. So we sort of create that ambience around that packaging, that release, mm. that shines like an all star source to be. So that's how the concept work mm-hmm. actually so it's like all-star sauce because of the ambience that we want to package into like so everything is going to be different every release is going to have like a different creative uh, packaging to it or a strategy to it um so yeah so that's how so my role at all-star sauce is basically that i look 
it completely and completely into music. So I sign demos for all the source and I curate uh, IPs for all the source um, and also curate uh, help Sukunal, the founder of all the source, who is also homie. Um, he, so I actually had I had this plan of in 2017 I had this plan of like 16, yeah. A community culture of this niche future beats being in India. Mm-hmm. So and Kunal had this conversation with me and I was like completely on it. Like I was down for it. I told Kunal, hundred percent, let's do this. Mm-hmm. I have you. I have your back. Uh, you have my back. Let's go ahead with this. So Kunal mm-hmm. is the founder of All Stuff Source. So, uh, mm-hmm. I take care of music because that was that's what I specialize in and that's yeah. in um understanding technicalities and the business side of it as well um so to sort of get a better outlook on the okay and yeah so also those has like a few amount of releases that are existing and a lot of there's a lot of music actually i would say like 2025 right but like a lot of more stuff is coming out which is uh we have an ep coming out so uh, by a Bangalore-based producer, which has in that EP, there are six artists, uh, two producers and four artists. So by no tomorrow, he's from Bangalore and he releases track with us known as Water with Lohal only. Mm. And yeah, we're having a, he's releasing an EP with us uh, very soon. I mean, I, I don't know <laughs> if I should say the name or... No, no, no. Uh, like but things. yeah, so... He, he has that coming and then we have another thing coming up and we have a bunch of releases so like uh, we're focusing a lot on uh, a lot of uh, community building norms like mm-hmm. that we want to create and something that is more accessible for consumers to sort of get that knowledge in and be a part of this be a part of a niche scene which soon I feel personally that the sort of music that we're went pushing mm-hmm. right now is the sort of music that is going to be timeless and it's going to be playlisted later or whenever and it's going to be timeless mm-hmm. uh, because it's not imitated by a trend or anything okay. it's just fixed yeah so it's just something that is that exists only for the purpose that the this is what we like listening to in general, basically, okay. if you like listening, yeah. So if you like enjoy listening to something, then you can, I would say, uh, not get faded away from the, you know the, yeah, mm. you know what I'm saying, like the yeah, 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 I get it. I get the it. process, yeah. Okay, that is interesting. So like as a curator and as someone who like constantly listening to demos, uh, what? Right. So you, so I'm I'm sure like one of the things you're looking for is authenticity, coming from the artist in some ways, which fits uh, all stars. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, we, I mean, I personally, when I when I am listening to demos, I personally take it on a very uh, like if I cannot relate. First of all, if I cannot uh, listen to that music in general. Hmm. Or, for example, because I know exactly what the music all stuff is about. I've inherited that culture inside me. Right. So, as Kunal and our whole team, uh, everyone knows what music we're into. Mm-hmm. I would know that 
what uh, my colleague at Oscar was listening to. He, she might know what I am listening to. Mm-hmm. We are aware of that. So when the music, when we get demos, so that I can I listen to about say I listen to the first half without any interruption. Like I don't skip it. I don't do anything. The first one minute, and then. I know, like even in 30 seconds or 15 seconds, I understand that okay, this might go there, this might go there. But actually, the demos that we have signed are basically the opposite. That I am, I haven't been able to understand. At the first, first, the first time I heard it, I was not able to understand. Okay, this happened. I like that, and it's clean, technically sorted. Mm-hmm. Something that is shining out. So yeah. That is something that clicks. instantly mm-hmm. um right. like our last release was uh, level up by mohit mm-hmm. uh, who is also from gurugram six great uh, artist uh, just started his uh, material pushing online but yeah. doing very well and like a lot of good content coming out as well um, so when i heard that track i got he sent me four demos and out of those four demos this was the one that completely stood out for me And I was like, bro, um, this is the one that I like, bro. Let's let's stick with this and let's get on to that later. And we basically, uh, yeah. And and so Kunal was unsure about uh, level up at first. So he was like, bro, do you think it, it is this? It's my feda, this thing. Why? And I was like, give it a give it a week. Listen to that song and come tell me that what do you feel about it. Bro, he heard that song so much. That later on he was like, bro, क्या मस्त आ रहा है. So with demo listening, it's like nothing can instantly click. Yeah. It. I mean, so I this is the reason that I take like three four days for to reply to any demo. That is because I'm listening to it constantly, not constantly, but when you listen to uh, music or like anything, like when you use your ears uh, like really critically, it. It becomes really uh, frustrating for you at one point, and mm-hmm. you're not able to completely absorb into your yeah. the actual spectrum into your ears. Mm-hmm. You become tired. So I tend to take like a little bit of gap yeah. uh, when I'm doing like demo listening and all. So it helps in actually understanding what the producer really wants to do when he, you know, uh, came up with this. Okay. Uh, right. So. that's actually a very good uh, initiative for producers also to you know because like if you have like uh, something like let's say the uh, crank has their own record label you guys are doing your thing or like or at all stuff so like when you have these small small you know uh, pockets or, or places like where you can go there's i think it it's it's a lot uh, more inspiring for the scene that you know you can be a part of this you can be a part of this so i think that that way it's crazy Correct. Though um, I would say that before there was this uh, in you know uh, like that old like you were saying progressive house days. Yeah. You know when the wheel and in records and all all this all of this was really big, mm. and they were selling festivals and selling tickets and everything. So um, with that also, I, I would say that people assume that. If you get into a film record label, you will suddenly be a star, or your life will change. Or if you get signed to a reveal or whatever, a manda, whatever those labels, you know, at that time, 
people feel that their life would suddenly like just change and people still feel that because maybe when they started it was big and they took a while as long gap and they came back and the scene is different but they're unaware of it mm. and they still act it could be anything could yeah. be something that might be something else or whatever but mm. so the what happens is that these preconceived notions about releasing a track uh, on a big label leads you to a lot of it doesn't lead you to a great place i would say it just leads mm. you to more confusion in general uh because what will happen next is that when you have another track coming out and that is probably your independent track you will not have that belief that okay i can pull this off so people so people tend to uh, lose their like people losing up their strength when it comes to like signing deals and all most of, most of them don't even do contracts um they like id contracts if you can do that Mm-hmm. Well, it's very important to be on top of such stuff because in the end, it's it's a it's a property. It cannot yeah. be it cannot be harmed or damaged or you know anything. Right. True. True. That is crazy, dude. Like, uh, so I mean, it's it's great that again, all stars are still doing these things. Uh, so what? Uh, oh, who are your favorite uh, acts artists? from the country uh what is yeah yeah from our like independent music scene who do you think like people are missing out on or you are listening to your favorites you know, i would say a lot of these people that i would or your back or go say that you know uh people are missing out on are now getting into that life mm. so i feel like uh, a lot of these artists are And if I if I miss out names, then it will be like a this thing. Like I'll be like, oh, here, 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 here. But mm-hmm. anyways, like okay, other albums. Mm-hmm. I feel so. I'm just gonna talk about like because I don't listen to a particular style of music. Like I yeah. listen to a lot of singer songwriters. Mm-hmm. I sometimes listen to a lot of folk. Yeah. Or so I like I really like Shanti Pandit. I'm mm-hmm. also listening to it like. man tabashak or tabashik tabashak tabashak yeah and uh, looks so many cool artists man bari singh thing mm. lovely and anjita she sings really well anjita madhacharya is a whole of she she i really like her stuff and then of course bro like one another and of course you know then there are There's the hip hop wave, yeah, and hip hop wave is also like everyone has their own style, you know. Yeah. But like personally, what I really what I'm vibing on is Ravel, Groove Rasool, DRB, AK DRB, uh, Yashraj. I, I, mm. I've been listening to Yashraj. Uh, she's also she's I've she, I've seen him do like a lot of freestyles. So. For freestyle rap, definitely Ashraj takes as it. I feel best in the country for sure. Rahul is someone who has like a different, you know, he has like a smooth, similar mm-hmm. vibe too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you meet him also, 
he's like the most creative person and everything but he looks like he's you know full yeah yeah hair bhi waisa bhi hai but mood jaa raha hai like so mm-hmm. rahul has that flavor uh, and for example aur kon hai yaar इंडिया That man has given the most hit song of this country. I would say, मतलब हर किसी को बता होगा. उसने produce किया. Why then? Yeah, why then? Yeah, divine. Yeah. Yes. Um, that he, not just that though. His he just released a new track with a rapper known as Forty Seven. Yeah, yeah. I think I I don't yeah, remember I'm, the name. I'm not particularly into that sort of uh, rap rap. Yeah. But that instrumental. I mean, like something that you wouldn't expect out of a hip hop hip hop guy. Hmm. He's not a traditional hip hop artist, you know. Like there are these traditional beat makers, like hip hop producers, like yeah. If you just focus on hip hop, um, dude, your voice is a little muffled. Can you hear me now? Yeah, better. Check. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so. That's about yeah. So these traditional uh, hip hop producers, man, they've they've been there when hip hop was, you know, not as uh, wide as it yeah, is yeah. now. And I'm sure most of them must must get like pissed off and all that these mm-hmm. electronic producers are coming in and just you know like just getting this new wave into hip hop. But if you see that's happening, that's what's happening outside. Mm. That is exactly what is happening outside. Yeah. I mean, if you pull up a the new Khalid album, mm. or I'm sure the J Cole album will also have a lot of and any anyone knows they they they're not collaborating with just hip hop hip hop producers or yeah. singer songwriters or mm-hmm. and they're just collaborating with people who are about good music and they don't give. Any time about what music they're into. Yeah. If they see themselves listening to it, they will work with you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's what I believe in. If I want to uh, have a good placement, I need to first make that kind of music. I mean, which everyone, like any producer, I would say, has a lot of music that they've shelved on or anything. But it might mm-hmm. work for the person who you want to placement, get a placement with or anything. So. It's just about being aware and just knowing that okay, if this if this is good for me and for my brand, I should do this. But mm-hmm. if this isn't helpful, but this is a great big name that I should probably sit, uh, put behind my this thing. Then it's it's pointless mm-hmm. because I mean I I look at people who get features from artists which aren't even that big, mm-hmm. and they're paying that much money with which they will not even uh, sort of. Uh, yeah, like get back whatever. Yeah. So it's just stupid, mm-hmm. and and as especially it it has started to happen in the. I, I was looking at some some rapper who is taking money from kids, man. Yeah. 
for horses and all and he's apparently he came on some show or something oh and shit you know, if you if yeah i think so i i think so i'm not like sure entirely this dude this dude ranveer paji his name is ranveer paji he oh. he's taking money from people from kids who are 16 years of age and like uh, apparently he he has some sort of a good number of following or something hmm. uh, so in barter or that he gives out like a verse for <laughs> 1000 rupees or 5000 you can capitalize on anything man these days shit <laughs> so that is that is the problem now see uh, recently i saw an ad which said get a get get a beat for 20 dollars 20 25 dollars okay if you see an ad like that and you don't know anything about it and but you you seriously want to invest on getting good beat you see that ad of 25 beat 25 dollar you will now set your industry standard as 25 dollars and just giving an amount mm-hmm. so next time when you go to a good producer you ask him for his rate and he gives you his rate you will mm-hmm. never come back to him until unless you realize that standard of mm-hmm. that uh, quality so that's a misconception so did you see a lot of these ads bro but they're selling beats in 3000 4000 rupees yeah. like five six uh, bundles of beats yeah i mean of course like one might be a good beat that might fit and a good beat is only i mean i'm not saying in terms of quality i'm saying in terms of how much attention to detail that person who is creating that beat must have given to you mm-hmm. that he's putting that value mm-hmm. into it and gaining so much so less out of it so obviously it's going to be it's going to be trash mm-hmm. i i don't know how we came we reached here with the conversation but yeah, uh, interesting no, insights no, no 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 it's cool yeah. bro it's just an interesting insight because just this uh, like i i really yeah. like the fact that you are uh, you know uh, really aware of uh, uh, things that are happening apart from music you know the business side whatever is happening in the industry it's great yeah. like it's bro, great yeah go on go on i feel every everyone should like uh, every artist um, should like be involved in the outside side of it like the side maybe maybe possible that the reason that my parents are okay and supportive of me uh, pursuing this art is because they understand that i see the outside of it also hmm. uh, that i can uh, rationally holistically uh, see see through it right. if i am unaware you know then maybe it might be a problematic situation hmm. maybe and uh, i've been at that situation so i understand that the importance is to be of like it's really important to be aware mm. and be on top of at least what's happening around your own uh, people and your own community yeah. and yeah oh yeah, that's really important so that's I the think... reason that i reached out to uh, you and i was like bro great stuff really like mm-hmm. that's, what, that's why i said that because i if i enjoyed it i need to you know let you know so that tomorrow when you're shooting you remember that yeah uh, he he had a positive outlook towards what mm-hmm. i did so that emotion creates so that is i mean communication is key for yeah me, for I sure think. for sure uh, okay so like anything you want to say to our listeners or people who uh, haven't uh, heard your music yet like your fans uh, yeah just follow subscribe 
uh, the channel first and uh, i i would just okay so to the people who list oh, i i thought this was like a proper tvf outro that these guys do no like uh, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, subscribe and then yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no no not that <laughs> but so, yeah yeah anyway. so uh, keep listening to a lot of music keep yourself on top of things even if so i i believe a lot of people who want to watch this are it's maybe into music or any art field that they sort of yeah so yeah or music producers so i hope this helps and like just keep making music and there's no such thing as a creative block it's just a made up word by a human being only so let your mind do the the magic it does and they keep making it that yeah Dude, i first of all thanks a lot i really appreciate you took the time to talk and like be on the podcast all means a lot uh, and glad, for glad. yeah for people who like haven't followed creon's work or haven't checked out his stuff first of all go and follow and check out his music he has a bunch of stuff coming out soon he as he said he has an uh, album coming out so like definitely uh yeah but not not in the near future yeah, yeah but, but yeah, like yeah it, it's a lot of music coming out yeah a lot so, of music with big names and, yeah uh great not big names good good artists and oh yeah good quality music trying to think learn more and get get more closer to a good quality so yeah Great. So, like, thanks a lot, guys. We have uh, a lot of other artists and people from the industry coming as well, like journalists, uh, engineers, uh, managers. So, definitely check uh, out our space as well. 